Welcome back to The Unapologetic Show, where your host, yours truly, helps you to navigate how to live your most authentic and unapologetic life. As a recovering people pleaser myself, I'm learning how to unpack what it means to live unapologetically, and in doing so, I want to create a safe space for others who are on the same journey. Today, we are joined by Carm Pileggi, the founder of Girls Gotta Heal and mental health educator. How's it going, Good. Carm? Thanks for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. Yeah, thank you for being here. So Carm, I've been following Girls Gotta Heal for a while now, um, not just on the unapologetic platform, but on my own personal um, Instagram as well. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got started with Girls Gotta Heal? Yeah, for sure. So uh, Girls Gotta Heal started a few years ago for me, and of course was something that manifested like years even prior to that. Uh, just being a young person, not having um, the resources that could best support me, uh, Girls Gotta Heal was something that I created essentially for my younger self um, to share with others who were in similar positions as I was growing up, uh, as well as, you know, people who can relate to what I'm currently going through. So I really just wanted to build the community that I never had and um, speak on some of my experiences, uh, even though that, you know, some of them are pretty vulnerable for me. Um, it's It's all about connection at the end of the day. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I definitely feel like, at least in terms of me interacting with your platform, I feel like it's been a good place for me to kind of learn how to uh, adjust to living authentically. Um, especially like, I, I feel like I used to always be the kind of person who was a people pleaser and just kind of uh, wanted to do things to make other people happy. And so I love that you have a platform for that. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how you define living unapologetically and um, why it's important for you to embrace that in your life? Yeah, I think living unapologetically is a journey in and of itself. Like I can speak on it, but I, I can't speak on it without saying that it does take a lot of time to even get there. Like there's steps to getting there. Um, living unapologetically essentially for me means like being confident in your skin and being okay at the end of the day, knowing that your choices and the way that you moved are okay for you and you're okay with whatever reactions, consequences, or things that came out of it, you're, you're happy with, you know, your decisions. And, and that's kind of what makes you authentic in my eyes. I love that. That's amazing. Um, now I, I know you mentioned that you were a mental health educator, um, and you also wrote a book. Yeah. Correct? The affirmation journal for women. Awesome. Um, can you tell me a little bit about uh, what inspired you to write that book and um, just a little bit about the book itself? Yeah, I think affirmations go hand in hand with self-talk. And I think a lot of us growing up or in our early 20s or 30s, that's definitely an area that we can all work on. And I think affirmations can be pretty simple and that that's a, a pretty quick and easy practice to start incorporating into your life if you don't even know where to start. Um, just become becoming even better at uh, speaking to yourself, manifesting things for yourself, and um, just becoming more focused. So I think, like I said, affirmations are a really easy way to just even start the healing process or at whatever point you're you're in. It's a really great practice to have um, for general self care. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I think I actually um, really start to lean into affirmations myself in the last like maybe five years or so. And I have seen like such a big change in my self-talk. Um, I was actually talking to one of my friends last night and she was telling me about how like she's been kind of going through a tough time. And so what she's been doing lately is just writing little affirmations and putting them on her yeah. wall. Um, and I just, I feel like that's so, that's so helpful for helping people to, um, change the way we like talk to ourselves. Um, yeah, yeah I use an affirmation app and so it pushes affirmations yeah. to me multiple times a day, which so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of tools out there around affirmations. The book that I have is there's affirmations in there and paired with those affirmations, there's different um exercises and activities that you can do that kind of just boost that affirmation up even further and allow you to, to actually put it into practice into your daily life so i think like some people thank I you I, I think some people might think affirmations are silly but when you're in a really like when you're in a place where you want to do that personal work um i mean you'll go for it put those sticky notes up journal whatever it is like you just have to answer to yourself at the end of the day so Mm -hmm. Carm, do you journal at all? Like, have you journaled in the past or have you found that to be like helpful for um, you? Yeah, for sure. I would say I probably need to up my journaling just on the regular, but I find that when I'm going through a really tough transition or um, a relationship ends, I just, I go to pen to paper like immediately. Uh, but I think it's even good to practice journaling, like on the good days when you need to just reflect on some positive stuff, some celebrations. Uh, but I would say for myself, I definitely go to journaling when I have just like so many emotions and I need a form of release. I love that. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I'm trying to get better at it myself personally. Um, I've been really hot on like journal prompts these days and trying to like figure out like ways to uh, process what I'm going through. I feel like my notes app on my phone is so full of like just little things that were on my mind that I was like, oh, I just need to talk about this. Like, I just need to write about it. Yeah, so. I, I truly do the same thing. Cause like, you don't always have a pen and paper. Sometimes I, I try to keep a notebook in my purse, but um, it could be like late at night yeah. and your phone is beside you and you're like, okay, I need to put this somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Um. Can you share a time where you felt pressure to maybe like conform to a societal norm or an expectation and how you navigated that to stay true to your authentic self? Um, I would say there are many, many examples from like age 20 to 30 of um, just feeling pressured. Uh, a lot of my friends are in long-term relationships, married, have children. Um, and I love like being in their lives and like seeing that happen for them. But I can't help to feel, you know, like, should I be doing that? Like, am I where I need to be? I question myself a lot. As, as much as I'm, you know, confident and unapologetically authentic in myself, um, I'm normal. And I have those human days, too, where I just, I doubt, you know, like, am I where I need to be? So I have to do the same things that I'm preaching. I'm also applying to myself. So um, I would say uh, societal norms, of course, like marriage, kids, but um, ways that I navigated through that was just validating myself that my journey has been really different. Like I experienced um, a lot of health issues in my early to mid twenties. I uh, had surgery to remove an ovary and then I ended up freezing my eggs. And it's such a unique experience that like, 
my friends were so supportive of, but they also couldn't understand. So I think you can hold space for your friends uh, and vice versa, even if you guys aren't going through the exact same thing uh, at, at that point in your life. So um, yeah, I think I just validated myself that my journey was different. My milestones look a little bit different, uh, but again, I'm human and I do doubt myself sometimes if I'm where I need to be. Yeah, no, I've totally been there. I, I fully understand that. And I, I love that you kind of use validate, like self-validation as your way of kind of reminding yourself that everybody's milestones yeah. are different. Um, I think especially like when you're in your 20s, that is such, and, and in your 30s, to be quite honest, it's such a hard thing because everybody's in such different places of their lives. And it's easy to say like, oh, should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. Should I be doing that? And remembering that like everybody's journey is different. And it's hard to remember that sometimes, especially like when we have so much media, like movies, TVs, whatever, like that are just all like reinforcing one particular way that you're supposed to go. But I love the self-validation. Can you tell me, like, are there any specific, um, in what ways do you believe that like embracing, uh, embracing authenticity can benefit your mental health and well-being. Um, and I know specifically you talk a lot about like grief management. Yeah, I think it's um, it's helpful in just honoring where you're at in that moment. And I'm a broken record with that phrase, but it's it's really true. Like if you go down that hole of comparison, you just kind of get stuck in, in a really like angry, um, unhappy place. So really just honoring where, where you're personally at um i think can help of course will help your mental health because you stay in your lane you focus on yourself and if you're giving a lot of time and energy into thinking about other people and comparing yourself they're moving forward and you're staying stuck so um i would just say try to put that love back into yourself and i think when you have that mindset of you know just honoring where you're at and noticing your own steps and your own the ways that you've progressed um it, it does help your mental health and it also helps you in just aligning to what's meant for you right like when you have a clear idea of like who you are as a person where you're at and what's and what you need um you can attract the things that are actually meant for you whether that's that job or that relationship or those new connections that new community i love that um specifically around community um so again like girls gotta heal that's like essentially the the cornerstone of right. that, correct? Um, can you tell me about how uh, you encourage people to embrace their authentic selves, um, especially like when they're faced with challenges or setbacks in their lives? Yeah, um, I would say like, you really just have to sit with yourself. And and uh, I recently posted this, like, you have to be okay with vibing alone sometimes. And as much as like, you might want to get back out there and connect with people and you feel like you should be doing this, you should be doing that. You really just have to kind of sit with yourself and um, reconnect back to you and who you are. And that might kind of look lonely for a little bit, but that kind of will just get you back up to that place that you need to be. I love that. Yeah, no, definitely. um, I I love the content that you are always sharing on Girls Gotta Heal. I feel like I've, I've just seen some really you've posted some really great like phrases and affirmations and just like nuggets of information. Um, and I know that that's something that other people are feeling as well. Um, 
Can you tell me a little bit more about um, how like you're using Girls Gotta Heal to like continue to foster that environment? And and this is kind of, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but I'm just curious like if you have like um, a response around like how Girls Gotta Heal is specifically fostering an environment that promotes authenticity amongst like followers. Yeah, um, so I think it's through like the services that I offer. So I'm pretty big on my virtual peer support groups and through those support groups, like I create content and then it's also an, an opportunity for women um, from different parts of the world to connect with each other while I'm facilitating in the space. So I really try to back up everything that I say. Like, it's not just like I come across a good quote or I think about something at 2 a.m. and I'm like, ah, I think, I think people would like this. Um, I really kind of follow through with that through and through right like that's and that's seen through um you know the the products i come up with so like the affirmation journal the connecting through grief card deck the um the virtual support group so it's all kind of backed up and it's just kind of like a wraparound feel <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> um and i i uh the last question i have actually um can you tell me a little bit about how you believe that incorporating self-reflection and introspection can help individuals on their journey to embracing authenticity? So journaling or just kind of sitting with those feelings. I know like sitting with those feelings can be so uncomfortable yeah. for a lot of people. Um, I struggled with that personally. Like I, I've gotten better in recent years, but it is hard to sit with uncomfortable feelings. How can that kind of help people to embrace that journey of authenticity. I would say like, it's essential, like you, you need to be doing those things, right? And if you're kind of viewing someone even on social media who is appearing to be, you know, authentic and confident, um, but doesn't back it up, right? Like there's, people can put on a facade and a mask, right? But you have to actually match it with the things that you're doing in your own life as well. And you need to have that reflection. You need to be going in a little deeper and trying to learn more about yourself, build a better relationship with yourself in order to arrive at that place where you are genuinely through and through unapologetically, authentically yourself. And it's like I said, I think a lot of people can kind of like fake it or make you think that they're at that place when they're actually not, um, you know, could be people that you've dated. I truly have experienced that. Um, you know, sometimes people you date will make you give you the impression or, you know, build themselves up that you know they are in a place where they are authentically themselves but then you know over time as they do a little bit of reflection and you get to know each other in that relationship you see you know actually you haven't been doing the work my friend so <laughs> um i think to answer your question it's just it's essential they go hand in hand you, you have to be willing to get to a place where you want to explore more about yourself whether that's journaling going out in nature disconnecting from, you know, your home, going into new spaces, trying new things, being around different people or being around people that make you feel good. Um, those kind of, those are all pieces to contributing to arriving at a place of, you know, feeling truly yourself. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right, well, that was essentially all I had to ask. Um, I did have one last question. This is something I like to ask all of my guests. Is there something that you would recommend that people should read, listen to, or watch in this moment? Um, read, listen to, or watch. Um, in terms of reading, I'm pretty big into like 
poetry and self-help books. So I don't have like a super interesting read. Um, there's a book by my nightstand and uh, I think it's called Healing and I can't even remember the author, but I've really been like, I'm, I'm pretty big on poetry. So, you know, last year I was kind of going through a bit of like a breakup and transformational period. And usually every night or like every few nights, I'll read a couple of pages in there. So um, I would just say finding like a poetry book that you can connect to. I'm like, I'm just like deep person. I don't like to go into like, you know, fictional world. I like to just like feel my feelings, whether that's like an R&B song or like poetry. So um, I, I think it's called Healing, the, the book. Um, and then I also have another self-help book where it's like lists. Um, you just create, like they, there's prompts for creating lists. And like in my mind, like that's so relaxing and like it helps me just like organize myself before bed. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Um, I was, I don't know why that like made me think um, one of my good friends is a Virgo. Um, I me love too. Um, one of my good friends. Is a no, no I'm a not a Virgo. Okay, I, see, but that, I love astrology. <laughs> you love astrology? I was going to say like, uh, that's such a Virgo trait to like, love to make uh, lists. What's your, wait, what's your astrology? Scorpio. Don't mind sharing oh you're a scorpio yeah. okay okay oh i feel like there has to be some like earth sign in your chart somewhere um i love it though i love it and also just water signs are so good at like embracing their emotions so we are either we that. internalize them hard or like we just feel it out either way we're feeling it out whether we're letting you know or not we're feeling it <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Carm. Um, this was so helpful. And thank you all for tuning in. Um, I'm so excited for everybody to get the chance to connect with Carm. Um, follow her on Instagram at Girls Gotta Heal. Uh, and don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your podcast. Thank you. Mm -hmm.